Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Week 14 of the NFL season. It's time for Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. 14 weeks in, home stretch now. This is the time. This is the place to get those wins. Don't want to lose these next couple weeks, especially getting into the playoffs. Playoffs? Before we get into all, right, tell them. But before we get into everything, can't be Zach on the Nose without my partner in crime, The Nose. Follow him on Twitter at SpencerNose, N-O-S-E. Nosey, we made it. We're in week 14. Yeah, there's some uh, guys that might have COVID or are injured, but we did it. We're here in week 14 now. We are here in what normally would be a bye week. Excuse me. The first week of the playoffs is now the last week of the regular season in most leagues. And yes, we have four players on a bye week right now. Excuse me, four teams on a bye with some major players. So the week going in, the one major week where you need to make your push possibly to make the playoffs, and you might not have a a Jonathan Taylor. Right. So That's that's the crazy part. We are here. It is the home stretch. Next week are the playoffs Playoffs. where we go kick it into a whole different kind of gear. And uh, look, we got to get you there. So I am here for all of that. We have a wild week. We have four teams on a bye uh, that are going to have to, you're going to have to have replacements in week 14, which is again, all new to all of us. But week 15 through 17 is what we're focused on. Getting to what we call the playoffs and or the tournament on this show. Get to the tournament and anything could happen. That's right. Get to the big dance. You just got to get there. And it doesn't matter what your season looked like, what your players were injured. Doesn't matter. Get there. Be interested. And that's all that matters at this point. I mean, that's that's where you're at right now. I don't care if you have two teams, one team, seven teams, 100 teams, what leagues you're in, PPR, uh, guillotine. It doesn't matter at this point. All you want to do is make it to that. And we have. And there are four teams on a buy and pretty good four teams when it comes to fantasy also, especially in this gotta win week for a lot of people trying to get into the playoffs playoffs. or trying to get position in the playoffs right playoffs knows knows hit me up with the four teams and we talked about johnny taylor indianapolis that's already the biggest name out of all these teams these four teams on by but there are a bunch of other guys too that you're going to probably need to either hit the waiver wire go to your bench because you can't start them this week Yeah, we have a wild week. We have COVID. We have game time decisions amongst very big names, including one tonight. We have, though, four teams on a bye. Miami Dolphins, your Miami Dolphins, where all of a sudden, no Jalen Waddle for you. You know, that's a player who's been quite consistent and could be a big impact player in the playoffs. On top of that, you have really... uh, 
Nobody really else of pure, huge circumstance for the Dolphins. You know, you have your tight end, Gronkowski, and maybe Miles Gaskin. That finally, for this week, you don't have to make that dreaded decision whether you're starting Gaskin or not, because that's been very painful for fantasy owners throughout the season. So this is uh, no Dolphins. You have no Indianapolis Colts. We na- I got one name on that. That's Jonathan Taylor. Okay, that's it. some people, right. yeah, people could start Michael Pittman Jr. That's cute. But we don't have to bring him up. If you had Jonathan Taylor, you have had the ride of a fantasy season. And uh, let's see how you do this week. I got him in obviously a few leagues. We've discussed it over the show. And my God, my team looks really different with him out of the lineup. So I'm hoping to survive and advance. Again, we a theme of the show, get to the dance. So I got to do that without Jonathan Taylor. Uh, New England's on a bye. And quite honestly... Not a whole lot to uh, call, you know, write home about when it comes down to fantasy. You have Hunter Henry, and just about that, they have a carousel at running back. Mac Jones, as of right now, is a professional quarterback and not a fantasy quarterback. And that ball gets spread so much that whether it's Myers or Algalar or Kendrick Bourne, none of those guys are consistent enough that you should be starting them in this week and or the playoffs. So playoffs. not a huge impact in New England. And then finally... Philly, you know, you know what, Garcia? We're gonna we're gonna do it one time. Hit it for me, buddy. Hurt so good is on a bye this week, and thank God, our coach, whatever the coach of uh, the Eagles, who I call him now, I call him my coach. Was he it Nick, Nick Serini or whatever it is. He, he came out so fast and named Hertz the starter for Week 15. Thank it brought it, it brought warmth to my heart and soul. Although Gardner Minshew, admirable, f- forget about it, an amazing first half, completely disappeared in the second half because they didn't need him to uh, do a whole lot. But nonetheless, Jalen Hurt coming back, going to be our starter for the playoffs. So that's obviously huge news. But this week. Plenty of players you could replace him with. We could get over that on the show. You're going to have Miles Sanders and Go Dirt as well. That And Devonta Smith are players that you might have to uh, plug in because they're on a buy. So between Philly, New England, Indianapolis, and Miami, you do have players that were normally in your starting lineup that are now going to have to be on your bench in a huge week. So we have a lot to go over, a lot of players that I'm going to recommend that might be controversial, but I have my reasons behind it, and uh, we have it for you in what I think is an action-packed, full-packed show for today. Guys, I just wanted to take a minute to thank those for coming up with the Gardner Minshew pick. He told me a couple of weeks ago to stash him on my bench. Because of that, I was able to play him last week, get a win, and stay alive in the playoff chase. So, Nose, thank you again for giving me such great advice. Worked out great. Garcia, you, you're the welcome. Nose, the nose knows. I'm just but letting you know that. The, the way knows. you said playoffs by using Mora and not using I'm your own words is what we right. call a game right now you have your a game and we're within our first 10 minutes i'm very impressed with that move right there and you're welcome yes i uh i have a radio show with zach for a reason that's a little cocky i know but yes that's there's certain backups like a mike lennon that you know what if a daniel jones goes gets hurt you don't need a certain backup but a player like gardner Minshew is the type of backup you need to have if a player like jalen hurt was going on a bye or he was a little banged up you know, so yes, the fact that you rostered him, listened to me, and won a week, that's a nice little start to our show. Thank you for sharing that, Garcia. Yeah, that was very good. Garcia hit it right on the money uh, right there. Text line is open all show long, by the way, 305 
5670560. We have an unbelievable uh, fantasy night tonight for maybe the wrong and right reasons. We'll get into that into the, in the next segment. We have all of our normal stuff that we'll do today. We have plenty of observations to go over. We have the sniff test. We have the tight end pick of the week, yes or no's, and of course, the nose pick of the week as well. Before we get to all that and we take our first break here on the show, Big week 13 performances by a lot of names that you're used to hearing and a couple that might not have made this week, thir- you know, this performance unbelievable list that Nose puts out every single week. Nose, let's hit that before we get to the break. Let's get some quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and even a couple tight ends that did really, really good for your week last week and probably got you the W if you have a couple of these guys on your team. Yeah, this is always a fun part of the segment because we get to go over the players that Again, either made you so smile ear to ear and you had a great week and you're loving looking at live scoring and or the other way around it where you're looking at live scoring and you want to stop because you want to cry so badly because you went against these players. At quarterback, Kyler Murray, welcome back, Cotter. Wow, what a game by him. 123 yards in the air with two touchdowns. But what makes him so special, the 59 rush yards and two rushing touchdowns, making him have 33 fantasy points on the week. Tremendous to get him back in your lineup if you're a Kyler Murray owner. He had a few weeks off and you probably felt, you know, the difference of a Kyler Murray in his A game versus whoever you were starting in lieu of him. And then, of course, finally, Tom Brady is back in the GOAT category after having the hottest start in fantasy, along with Derrick Henry. Tom Brady's been a little quiet over the last few weeks. Lenny Fournette sharking a lot of his touchdowns. Well, 468 yards and four touchdowns was making him dead even with Murray with about 33 fantasy points based on your league. Finally, terrific Tom giving you a huge game in Week 13. And now Justin Herbert, top three overall quarterback in all the leagues that you see right now. 317 yards and three touchdowns. Going to be real interesting to see what happens to him this week. We'll talk about it on the show. He's got a Keenan Allen down. He's got a Mike Williams on extremely questionable. Can Justin Herbert keep it up without his main two weapons? That is definitely something we'll get into. At the running back position... Javante Williams, man, given the full opportunity to play with Melvin Gordon out, 102 yards on the ground, 76 yards in the air with one touchdown. This guy has become a must start. Jonathan Taylor just just doing it week in and week out. This time only 32 rushes, 143 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, can you say NFL MVP? Can you say fantasy MVP? Yes, you can say if it, if it was a yes or no's, that's a yes. Fantasy yes. MVP, Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> And you know what? You got to give uh, David Montgomery his due. 90 rushing yards, 51 receiving yards. It's 141 in total. One touchdown. That's about 24 to 26 fantasy. Man, let me tell you, Zach, it's cold out in Chicago. Last year, the last quarter of the season, when it got tough and got gritty, Montgomery came to play. He already started this last week. I would not be surprised if he continues and has one of those really good last quarters of the season. So if you have him on your fantasy team, I think things are looking in a good direction if you made the playoffs. Next, Justin Jefferson. Again, top three now overall wide receiver in the league. He's in his sophomore season, and he has gone nuclear, okay? Last week, 11 catches, 182 yards, and one touchdown. 
Uh, Zach, can you say top 15 pick next year? Because I can. I can say that. He is a player on the rise and only, and he's a baby still. We get to watch him tonight. Can't wait to see what he does. Uh, Deontay Johnson, finally, uh, eight grabs, 105 yards and two touchdowns. Tremendous. T. Higgins had nine for 138 yards and a touchdown. Phenomenal. And one more time, Cooper Cup, eight for 129 and one touchdown, still on his trajectory to having the best wide receiver total in the history of fantasy football. That and is as you, incredible. By the incre- way, don't go to tight ends yet because I want to put someone on your list. I never add anyone to the noses list. I want to add someone that did not get into the end zone but had 17 targets, 15 catches, and 143 yards. Chris Godwin last week on my bench. 31 points and didn't get the end zone. I still can't believe that. And you still won, didn't you? I still won, but I I looked at your list to start off and I'm like, yeah, these four guys have to be mentioned. They were awesome last week. But for a guy to not get in the end zone and still get to basically that 28 to 31 point target, holy moly, the amount of targets you got last week. There it is. And we've discussed it. That Tampa Bay offense is a... You just got to start your players, I said, because guess what? Next week, you know, two weeks ago, Godwin had what one fantasy point. Right. Then he right. has then he has this type of game. Then Mike Evans, everyone shares it. Gronkowski, well, we'll get to him. You know, let's get to those tight ends, shall we? Let's do it, yeah. Because the tight end deserves three-player call-outs because, first of all, they had the number one player in fantasy in all of fantasy this week, George Kittle. The, finally, the third-round selection getting his due. Nine grabs, 181 yards, and two touchdowns. Just an epic game from a player that hasn't really given you that performance all year. And finally, when it really matters, hopefully you're still playing for something. He really gave it to you. Uh, Dallas Goder deserves a, a, an incredible shout-out for that first half. Totaled six grabs, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. Phenomenal. Wow. And then, you know, going back to my, my Tampa point. You got Godwin, you got Mike Evans, you got Lenny Fournette. Well, how about Gronk just popping himself 58 yards and two touchdowns? You know what? He deserved to be called out in this in this segment just based on the fact that he had that huge second touchdown. That guy is still doing it, and he's doing it well. Yeah, that was incredible. Gronk, these tight ends last week were just incredible to watch. Go Dirt, Joe Dirt, as we like to call him here on the show, I mean, that first half, that first quarter, forget about first half, that first quarter, I think he had both teeter. Did he have both touchdowns in the first quarter? I think Good, he might he have. Used teeter, he used teeters correctly, right. yes. Yes. That's right. That's he right. had a monster. Unbelievable. Gardner Minshew's first half, along with uh, Godert, was epic. Uh, unfortunately for me, who'd started both of them in a few leagues. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about Godert. But the second half, they completely did shut that thing down. And, uh, yeah, the, the passing game went went away. But, uh, again, for Philadelphia fans or Philadelphia people who have fantasy players on their team, trending upward in a big way after some shakier moments earlier in the season. 
right, 305-567-0560 is the text line. We're going to get to some text coming up here in the next segment, as well as uh, the beginning of our observations, because we have to start with Thursday night football, Pittsburgh and Minnesota. There is a lot of fantasy implications in this game, including a guy that was a top three pick in most drafts. That's your radio tease right there. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. We'll take a break. Come back with your text messages and observations right after this. It's Zach. It's the Nose. It's Zach and the Nose. That's right. We're back here. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. I'm giddy because we have a Thursday night football game coming up here in about two hours. We're getting ready for the playoffs in fantasy. Like, this is the time of the year. Unless it's draft week, we're getting close to the best weeks of the year. Everything in the middle is nice. I'm not complaining about week six or week eight or even week ten. What I am very happy about is the fact that we are that close to the tournament that we talk about all the time. But we do have a pretty good game tonight. And those, let's start with that. Uh, by the way, the number to text in 305-567-0560. After we talk about Thursday night football, we'll hit a couple of these texts because we have some that came in here. But those tonight, let's start with the obvious uh, one that everyone is talking about all day long. And I will read you a tweet from Adam Schefter at 5.10 p.m. today. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook will play tonight versus Steelers with a shoulder harness, just as he did versus the Saints in a January 2020 wildcard game when he had 31 touches for 130 yards and two teeters with the harness. Expectations are that Cook maintains his regular workload. Nose, decipher that a little bit for me and tell me and the rest of the world what to do if you have Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison and what to do there. And here we are, you know, probably what I would believe as the worst case scenario for both fantasy owners. Well, let's not say worst case scenario for Dalvin Cook. This sounds great for Dalvin Cook. Okay, so if you have Dalvin Cook on your team, you are starting him. It's that simple. You don't come this far with your second over or third overall pick, as we mentioned, and you bench him. And the problem is, is you got to pray. You got to pray he doesn't get hit and that he goes down because there's a decent chance that he could get popped and then his shoulder goes out and he's done. There's also a chance that no matter what Shefty's saying or not, that they say, you know what, we're going to give him about 60% of the run and we'll give Madison 40% of the run. Because let me remind all of you, Alexander Madison has been a top five fantasy running back for the last few weeks when Dalvin Cook has been out. He's been a workhorse, and he's been really good. So let's use common sense, right? Yes, the Vikings are going to try to win this game, but do they need to rush Dalvin Cook 31 times or 30-plus times when they have Alexander Madison, who is not as talented as Dalvin Cook? No way. But is he getting the job done? Yeah, in a big way. So for me, logic says, Zach, this is a 60-40 split. Okay, I know what Schefter's saying. He's speculating. Everyone's speculating because nobody knows what Minnesota is going to do. So that's the best we could do is take the information that is in front of us and make an educated decision. And my educated decision is this is a 60-40 split. So what does that mean? That means you have to start Dalvin Cook, okay? No matter what. The real question is, is a lot of people in a lot of lineups right now have Alexander Madison in. Right. And right. do you pull him? That is the question. 
And the answer to that is it fully depends on who you have on your bench. Now, if you have a player, and we could go through it, please text the show. Zach will give the number a million times over the show. Hey, I have Alexander Madison. He is in my lineup. Here is who's on my bench. Would you, this a PPR league or not PPR league? This is how it has to be approached to us, and we'll help you answer that question. For me, I think Alexander Madison's going to have 10 to 12 carries and about 50 plus yards. The question is, does he get that touchdown? So, is he startable as a flex? Based on my opinion, he's startable. But of course, if you have better options on your bench, you're going to want to go there. And that's the bottom line. Dalvin right. Cook must start. Alexander Madison will have a role tonight. It is a risky play to start him. But again, we have four teams on a bye. We have players with COVID. This is a flex position play. And uh, text in the show. Let's go over your team and uh, we'll be happy to help you. 305-567-0560. That is the phone number. That is the text line number at that point. It's also the phone number, but don't call because we're not taking calls. But you can text in the show as well. All right, rest of the game tonight. Pittsburgh and... Of course, we talked about him before, Justin Jefferson and uh, Thielen's out. Like, there's a lot going on with these, but with both these teams tonight from a starting standpoint. Like you said, going into the playoffs, we're getting very close to it. Yeah, I love it. We've had a lot of really bad games, right? We've had some really bad games on the, the Thursday night football that had very few fantasy implications. Well, this is it, man. This is You, you mentioned something. I want to even go a little deeper because I'm a deep, I'm a deep, deep out of guy. This is not just the best time of the year for fantasy. This is the best time of the year, period. You know, right, you have right. the holidays upcoming. You have the New Year's upcoming. You have college ball games. You have the NFL coming into the playoff system. And now you have the fantasy playoffs. This is the time of the year where you have to take a step back and say, we're here. Let's breathe it in. Let's enjoy it. Because before you know it, it's going to be gone, and we're going to have to wait a really long time for it again. So everyone taking a, like, a little appreciation for it being a time where everyone just seems a little happier, and hopefully if you win your fantasy leagues, a lot happier. Okay, that was my little moment. Now, on, on to fantasy football. Let's finish out with the Vikings, shall we? Yes, Justin Jefferson, I mentioned him earlier. Zach, this is one of the best wide receivers in the game. He's already done it. We watched him in LSU. We watched him win there. We watched him a rookie being a star. Now we watched him about a third-round draft pick this year to now number two or three overall in all of your fantasy leagues. So obviously he's a must-start tonight. And let's see if he does it now. Uh, for many people, this is the playoffs. For a lot of teams, you have to win this week to make her playoffs. So guess what? It's your playoffs no matter how you do it, do or die. If you have Justin Jefferson, I hope you get a big game out of him. I'm expecting it. But here, Tyler Conklin also, with Adam Thielen out, I have a feeling the tight end's going to have himself a really good game. We'll get more into that later into the show as well. So for the Vikings, Dalvin Cook, we discussed Alexander Madison, super start at your own risk. Uh, Jefferson and Conklin, great starts. That's it for, uh, and obviously, you know, Kirk Cousins, he's sort of been, not sort of, he's a top 10 quarterback right now in terms of fantasy points. So if he's your starter, especially in a two-quarterback league, no problem with that. Then it's the Pittsburgh Steelers expecting a huge game out of Najee Harris. Top seven overall running back going against a last-tier type rush defense. If Najee Harris can't pour it on tonight, then I'll be very disappointed in him. Deontay Johnson, as we discussed, is a must-start. Uh, Chase Claypool, definitely a viable option in, uh, in flex positions. 
and I'm going to butcher his name, but Furmuth is an acceptable tight end with how thin tight ends are in general. So, man, as your boy, your old friend Hawk would say, we have a loaded potato tonight with Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, Furmuth, Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, Justin Jefferson, Tyler Conklin. It's going to be a big time game tonight. So, if you have action, I hope you enjoy it. Less than two hours till kickoff, by the way. And uh, Garcia, correct me if I'm wrong, that you'll be able to hear that right here on 560 WQAM after us tonight. 305-567-0560 knows. Let me get to a couple text messages for you before we get to some more observations. I am really pumped for Thursday Night Football tonight. I know that uh, you know it's it's not the, the biggest name or South Florida game out there, but, man, I am looking forward to it tonight. Uh, let's see. Uh, gents, I need knows. Oh, he corrected himself later. I need It's a PPR league. I need to knows. I have Madison. Should I start him or one of these guys? Jeff Wilson, A.J. Dillon, Daryl Williams. So Madison over one of those three guys, PPR. Perfect, and thank you for asking the right way. I have you starting A.J. Dillon over Madison tonight. A.J. Dillon currently is in a pure 50-50 split, getting the goal line carries. A.J. Dillon on Sunday Night Football at home in what looks to be a cold and old school, what is it, NFC Central matchup. You're going to get yourself a really lot of running. I like A.J. Dillon over Madison. It's safer. Go with that. And thank you for asking the, way, the the correct way. I can't believe they didn't flex out of that game, by the way, having the Bears in prime time at some point. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks of the year, Bears are poop. Yeah, Total poop right there. That's what A.A. Ron does for you, right? You know? <laughs> I know. No, I mean, uh, Rodgers is playing. got to be on there. Uh, someone said, I'm short on running backs. Would you play Dillon and Aaron Jones? It's a strategy that I don't like to do in general, but that being said, uh, it's one of the very few combos that I would accept, especially in a PPR league. So again, you would have to tell me how exactly it plays out, but for the most part, can you play them both? Yes. Do I recommend it? Not really. All right. Scantling or Kirk PPR? That's a pretty even matchup. I lean towards Kirk this week. PPR, Kyler Murray. That was well done by you again, Garcia. Gosh, on fire. At home, Monday night football against the Rams, where Jalen Ramsey is going to be going on DeAndre Hopkins one-on-one. That's exactly why I like Christian Kirk more than Scanlon. It's going to be one-on-one coverage, and he has a big opportunity to make a big play in that game. All right, well done on that, Garcia, with the Captain Kirk stuff there, too. Uh, should I uh, start hasty at running back, someone said? That's just the it's, broad question. So it's a broad question. The answer is, if he is literally the lone soldier in that backfield, which there is a good chance that Mitchell is out, there's a good chance. We know Sermon is already out. And if he is the only player that is the running back there, Jeff Wilson has to be out as well then yes, Hasty is a good start. If Jeff Wilson is there and Hasty, I don't recommend starting either of them because we really do not know what Shanahan's going to do there. But again, if it's just a Hasty show and there's really no other active guys besides a practice squad call-up, Hasty is a nice start. All right, someone said I have Cook and Madison. Start Cook, no-brainer, right? I guess over Madison tonight? Yeah, yes, it is. That is correct. You start Cook over Madison straight up. All right, here's a good one. Also, I have Cook, Patterson, David Montgomery, and Chubba, Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard. Uh, would you start Hubbard over Cook this week? No, I would not. If Dalvin Cook is going, and again, I know the risks behind what I am saying. 
I understand them. But if Dalvin Cook is playing, you have to start him. That's right. it. And again, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to give him a go. The report says, and who else can we listen to besides Adam Schefter? Really, that's the right. guy who's most in, in touch with everything, and he gives accurate information. If he's being told he's going to get his normal workload, you have to start Cook, period. By the way, I love Twitter for one reason. The replies after somebody does put a tweet out, especially with that kind of information. The first reply uh, back to uh, Adam Schefter, and that was, if you start him, he's going to have four touches for 15 total yards. If you sit him, he's going to go 31 for 202 touchdowns. It's actually kind of funny and a fantasy nightmare, but you can totally see and that it's completely right? and utterly <laughs> true. Okay. That is so, correct. Right. No matter who you are, no matter who you are listening, if you have Cook and you start him, you're toast. You know, but if you have Cook and you decided to bench him, that's four He's touchdowns go, in 130. Right. And there's nothing that I could say. There's nothing I could say to change that. That guy is nope. stating pure facts. I think right. that's all broke down 50-50 into the lucky guys versus the mushes, right? Right, of course. I mean, but, but 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 the lucky guys and the mushes are in the same category together. Like they're the lucky guy is the mush. That's the problem. Ah, I gotcha. You know what I mean? Like that's just. Oh yeah, I'm not going to start him. 200 yards, three touchdowns. Oh, I got to start him. Oh, uh, he only had only played in the first quarter, and then they sat him. You know, he had four carries. So that's interesting. Uh, someone goes, I got a flex position. K.J. Osborne, what do you think? He has an opportunity tonight with Adam Thielen out. You know, I, I understand why you're going to put K.J. Osborne in. I, look, do I like him? You know what? Sure. That's okay. Uh, it's one of those hit or miss type of players, though, so know it going in. If you start K.J. Osborne, you're either going to get yourself a touchdown or you're not. And that's going to be the difference of, you know, last week he had one, and if he doesn't, it's a complete bust day. So starting him because Adam Thielen is out and he should get some more targets, I understand the logic behind it. It is still a high-risk, uh, you know, it's a risk-reward play, and it's high-risk for sure. Right, right. Uh, someone said, I have Odell Beckham or K.J. Osborne. I lost Thielen. Do you like which of those guys you like better? Odell? I, I can't believe that's a question in fantasy, but it is. It is, and it's not even a horrible one because Odell Beckham has a tough matchup this week. Uh, but I would start Odell Beckham uh, over K.J. Osborne. All right, here we go. It's our boy Jamil who's in a 14-team league. Must win, and I'm in the playoffs, he said. Uh, that's good news. Uh, do I go Conklin over Pitts and Hubba Bubba Chubba over Daryl Williams? Full PPR. Thanks, guys. Love the show. So start with the first one. You go Conklin over Pitts this week. Man. Tough one. I can't. No, I, I, I'm so sad that it's a tough one. Yeah. I'm saddened over it. It should be and a no-brainer. It should be one of those where you say, Zach, you should answer it. And I would just scream out Pitts' name, but that's not the case. No, because we're picking Conklin over Pitts. Okay, that's why. Because Pitts is going into North Carolina, one of the top teams against the tight end. And Pitts hasn't done it in multiple weeks. That offense has been atrocious. And with, you know, Conklin, it's either Conklin or Osborne are going to get the big day, okay? You know, Justin Jefferson is going to get his. But one of Osborne or Conklin is going to do something special tonight. And my bet is, is, is on Conklin. Last week, he had nine targets, right? Seven receptions. That's with Thielen out because Thielen was out after the first drive. That's really good usage, good volume. So um, I can't believe we're doing this because the talent doesn't match with what I'm saying. Kyle Pitts right. is beyond more talented than Conk. But go with Conklin over Pitts. And then second, you are going with Chubba Hubba Bubba over Darrell Williams. Chubba Hubba now is the flat-out starting running back with McCaffrey out. And Darrell Williams is flat-out the backup to the hyphen at this point. He might get a you know a dirty touchdown because, you know, again, you don't know what Andy Reid's going to do there. But no doubt, go with Chubba over Darrell Williams, Conklin over Pitts. 
Yeah, I like the fact you called him Conk. That's good stuff too. I like that. Like Concrete, you know, like that's I like another nickname we're gonna have to use here for Jack Conklin. Yeah, just in case yeah. You gotta go forward with them. It's good stuff. It's a little nerve wracking to say that over the air, by the no, way. No, no, it's okay. Is that okay just to say? say okay. Right. Just just get it through. You know, he sounds like the discount. Slow, just do it quick. When you call him Conk, he sounds like the discount brand Gronk. It's Maybe. a good call. Right. Right. I also was thinking the Conk Republic. You know, we love, we we love our seafood down here, and yeah, you know, going into that direction with the Baha- Bahamian food. But okay, we could do a lot of things with this. Yep, I like that. That's good news there. Three zero five five six seven zero five six. We'll take another break. We'll come back with some more of your text messages, and we'll get more to the observations. We have plenty to go over here. We got the sniff test coming up here in hour number two. The tight end pick of the week, yes or no's, and then the nose pick of the week. Let's take a break. Your text coming up after this. All right, back here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. It's week fourteen, and we are about. An hour and 35, an hour and 40 minutes away from kickoff of Thursday Night Football. It's Minnesota, and it is... Who is the Minnesota playing now, now that I forgot? I don't even remember who they're playing at this point. Pittsburgh. They're playing Pittsburgh. That's right. Wow. I was joking there. I'm just... I'm like... I can't stop staring at the TV screen. Thank God they took it off because they had, I think, Colleen Wolf, who hosts the NFL Network show, the pregame show, and on stage was the great uh, Michael Irvin, Steve Smith... And Joe Thomas, the uh, former offensive tackle, and the three of them were wearing Vikings hats. And for some reason, you know, the shiny object in the corner always gets my attention because I have very, very bad ADHD. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't stop staring at it. And now that they finally are off, I feel better now. I can't stop staring at the TV because L. Duncan is on it. Wow. That would do do it also, right? Yeah. Look at you and showing us your style right there. Very nice. Yep, that's it. Garcia's in. He's all in now. All in. All right, 305 Let's get a couple more of these text messages out of the way before we get to the rest of observations and end hour number one here on Zach and the Nose. It looks like a tight end question for you, PPR. Evan Ingram, Austin, is it Hooper? I almost say Hooper. Hooper or Cole Komet? That's going to have to be Cole Komet out of the three of them. Uh, Sunday Night Football. Chicago at Green Bay, Justin Fields getting back into the swing of things, getting his ball to the uh, his tight end. Uh, right now, uh, I can't trust Ingram because you cannot trust who's throwing him the ball. And Hooper just hasn't had the target share to uh, warrant him as a start. Komet is the person who's getting the most volume. He's getting the most targets. Graham might be stealing those touchdowns, but Komet in a full PPR league is my choice. Full PPR, pick one of the wide receivers, Brandon Cooks or Brandon Ayuk. Double Brandon. There it is. Double Brandon. I cannot recommend Brandon Cooks this week. I could recommend you not starting Brandon Cooks this week. And let me tell you something. Houston has an amazing matchup. Seattle at home against a secondary that's depleted. They just lost Jamal Adams. All the signs to start Brandon Cooks, and then you see who's throwing him the ball. And that's it. I'm over it, okay? Is, Brandon is it Davis Mills this week? Who's that throwing is, Brandon Cooks' that, ball? Right. That, right. that is correct. So, right. Brandon Mills, is excuse me, whatever his name is. is Mills is I think the earlier re- in the season you called him Mills Cook or something like that, like Mills Davis. I guess I reversed right. his name because right. I think awesome. he's got either right. two first or last names I, for whatever that's worth. I think I was thinking of Mills Lane. Maybe, right. Either way, 
We're not starting Brandon Cooks if we can't have, you know, we don't have to. Brandon Ayuk is a much better start at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's defense has not been very good. They let up a lot of yards in games. So, uh, again, Brandon Cooks should be the pick. But, again, you cannot trust who's throwing him the ball. Go with Ayuk. All right, one more before we get to more observations. I've got three Raiders. Pick two. So pick two of the three Raiders. Jacobs, Waller, or Hunter Renfro? I don't think Waller is going to play. So based on that logic, I'm going to go with Jacobs and Renfro. Both have been pretty solid over the last few weeks. If Waller is a full-blown go, full-blown go, I'm going to start him along with uh, Jacobs and, and let Renfro out. But with Waller out, Renfro has been getting a lot of targets. So uh, go with Jacobs and Renfro. All right. So uh, during the break, by the way, you said you saw some news uh, was on the San Francisco running situation there. Before we get to our next uh, set of observations, what did you hear? What did you see? Yeah, I know this is not really huge NFL news, but we don't do NFL on the show. We do fantasy, and this is actually very big fantasy news. Jeff Wilson, the running back of the 49ers, looks to be the front runner to be the starting running back for the 49ers. Last segment, I did not get that news where I was saying if Hasty is the only back there, then you would have to start him. But we discussed Jeff Wilson Jr. multiple times on the show. He's my example of a player last year that in the money in the money weeks in the playoffs, he was putting up obscene fantasy stats that helped me win leagues. So he's got a special place in my heart. Well, now it looks like he's going to be uh, at least the first and second down back in San Francisco. And if he is, I have absolutely no problem with you starting him. That's you know, he's playing at Cincinnati. Again, Cincinnati's defense, not so good. If he is truly the starting running back there, I don't mind you starting him in a week where, again, there's four teams on a bye. We have multiple players hurt, and you need players to put up numbers. I'm a big fan of whoever is the starting running back in the for the 49ers. You saw what Elijah Mitchell has done when he's gotten the full-blown go. If Jeff Wilson gets that, there is a very decent chance he has a big game. So, yes, fantasy relevancy is important. And Jeff Wilson starting as the running back for the 49ers is important. So get him in your lineup. But, again, let's wait until Sunday where we have the straight-up news that he is the starting running back for the 49ers. Because if he's not named starter, I wouldn't give him a go. But, again, name starter, you got to consider him. All right, let's get back to a couple of the Nose's observations going into the Week 14 of the NFL season. Start with the New York football Giants. Uh, wow. Uh, they are going to have Jake from State Farm starting this week. Uh, interesting. And uh, I can't believe it. That he, this guy's a starting quarterback in the NFL right now and starting for the New York Giants. What happens if you have anyone on this offense going forward, at least for this week? Wow. Well, a report just came out that Mike Lennon now has a chance of playing. So, oh, the yes, neck? The, wow. the, the, the neck, which leads to the brain, which was possibly concussed. I think he's cleared a few protocols, so it doesn't matter, though. The, the point of this segment is whether it's Mike Lennon, who we watched last week against the Dolphins, really poor performance, Against good defense, of course. But uh, Mike Lennon and or Jake Fromm, man, obviously you're not starting those guys. But it does have an impact on the rest of the team. And so right now it looks like they're getting Sterling Shepard back. And it looks like Galladay's going to be a go. Uh, Tony looks to be out. But the question is, in a 
Again, we discuss it all the time. Where there's bye weeks, there are desperate times. Garcia's brought up to me multiple times that, man, I might have to start this guy. And I said, you can't start this player. He says, look at my roster. I have no choice. Well, a lot of people might have that situation with Galladay or Sterling Shepard. And I'm telling you to figure out a way to start somebody else because those quarterbacks are not getting him those guys the ball. So the New York football giants are playing the Chargers. And what was the first thing I told you at the beginning of the week, Zach? What did I tell you? Pick up the Chargers defense. You're darn right I did. So <laughs> if there's a why we're bringing up this observation, if you have a league that people may be not so involved and you still see the Chargers on your waiver wires, run, don't walk. That team will not score. Saquon Barkley, uh, man, we could talk about him for the rest of the show, and I don't want to. He's just been a huge disappointment, okay? That's the bottom line. His legs are not there yet. He is, at this point, a middle-of-the-tier running back. I think Devontae Booker is more effective at this point, which is crazy to say out loud. It's sad to say, right. Sad so, when it, when it comes down to that game, the Giants versus the Chargers, forget about the Chargers. We're not talking about them, right? We're talking about the Giants. The only player that I can see you have to start would be a Saquon Barkley, that, because you have to, because he's your first-round pick and he's a starting running back. Other than that, I put everybody down and saying, you put that guy on your bench. But uh, for the Chargers, you know, we'll get into those guys in a second, but uh, the Chargers' defense is trending extremely upward, for sure. Right, uh, 100%. And if, if you could still pick them up, obviously that is the recommendation. Uh, let's go to another offense in the league um, that – in years past, has just been one of these offenses that you could depend on not just one wide receiver, but two, definitely the quarterback, and then basically whoever they run, out, they put out there to run the ball normally is pretty good. That Seahawks offense has just taken a downward turn, a downward spiral. Probably not going to look the same next season. Maybe a different quarterback. Maybe one of those wide receivers wants out also. But it's just sad right now if you have DK Metcalf, if you have Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett last week, I think, got a teeter, so he got some points. But, man, this has been a very big disappointment at this point for the Seahawks offense. Yeah, we finally saw for the first time, and we're watching it happen right now, Russell Wilson, who is, don't get me wrong, knows how to play quarterback. Fantasy-wise, we finally saw it last week. He doesn't have the ability to run the ball like he once did, Zach. He's slower. He still knows how to pick up five to six yards when he has to, and he slides. But the dual-threat quarterback that once was Russell Wilson is now over, okay? He's become very, oh, I hate to say it, he's become very average, right? Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, right what, what, what? Right now the, te- the team is not good. We know that. The defense is terrible. But when Metcalf has five for 60 and Wilson's got 231, and that's, that's, a, that's a good week for Metcalf because the week before, right. I remember a lot of our people screaming out, you know, get that guy some targets. So it's been weeks since De- Metcalf had a good game. His last good game from off the top of my head is when he got a one-yard, almost looks like, or a two, three-yard uh, screen-ish type of play from Geno Smith where he just decided to take it 70 yards. That was right. the last time anything actually really ever happened to him that was good. It was a little bit more than a screen, but, you know, whatever. But anyway, bottom line is Russell Wilson – a bit average right now. And if you have him as your starting quarterback, I'm not thrilled about it. But is he startable? 
absolutely startable. But don't expect that 350-yard, three-touchdown game from him that he was doing last year. That's not happening anymore. I really hope for DK Metcalf fans it does. And Tyler Lockett, he's getting the targets. You got to start Lockett. You got to start DK Metcalf. Outside of those two guys, I don't think any Seattle players at this point, along with any of their carousel of running backs, are startable. That's your breakdown of the Seattle offense. 305-567-0560. We're almost done with hour number one here, but I want to get one more text message in because this will be something, and I saw a couple things today on him as well, of what to do with him. Derrick Henry. Uh, if you've had him on your team or if he's sitting on the waiver because he's been hurt or on IR, your recommendation, pick him up, stash him. The reports I saw today were it's possible he's back for that Dolphin game, which would be, I believe, either your championship week or your semifinal week uh, in fantasy. Do you stash him and keep a position for possibly one game to use in fantasy, maybe two? What do you do there, Nose? Yeah, it's a really difficult decision, and we definitely did address that. The bottom line is, is he going to be somebody that you could trust in your playoffs? Whew. I can't drop him, man. I can't do it. Not yet. I've had him still on my team. I'm going to make the playoffs in a few teams because he got he got me there to start with. But my biggest nightmare is what if, right? The what if. What if you drop him, you're still in the league, he comes back, gets the full green light, and then all of a sudden you don't have him and somebody else does or God, even right. a worse situation, you're going against him. So See, that's the nightmare, right? That's the nightmare situation. You had him on your team, you dropped him, or you had him on IR, and you needed an extra spot, and you so you dropped him because he's not going to play. Well, and then all of a sudden, you make the championship. You have a stacked team, even when you did have Derrick Henry, and you look across your little scoreboard, and Derrick Henry's playing for the other team. Well, let me be clear. This is highly unlikely. Yeah. Okay. Right. And let right. me even be more clear. It is very highly unlikely you're going to start Derrick Henry again in fantasy this year. But it depends on your team. It depends if you really need that roster spot. Is there a player with a pressing issue that you really need to pick up right now for Derrick Henry? Really? And the, the answer is yes, because you have absolutely a very thin, thin bench because there are leagues that make you drop good players because you have three or four bench players. Look, fine, I get it, because you have to win now. You have to get to that championship. But if you're in a deeper league, but go back to that scenario. I can't do it. I can't do it, because if you are making the finals of your league and he is deemed the starter, so many crazy things will be going on in week 17 that he might be a viable start, and that alone is enough for me to hold on to him. By the way, the texter who texted that in just texted, ugh. Right back at us. Yeah, no, I, 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 I know. I, I know. It's we're a bad. Hey, look, I'm with you in, in multiple leagues. I've been right. very vocal about it. It first off, it, and just like you understand, it would pain me physically, pain me to drop him. One, I can't do it. I'm literally having trouble doing it. And the fact that there is a chance, and if there's one player that would gut it out, it would be Derrick Henry. And are the Titans right. a team that are? in the hunt to make the playoffs and or position themselves in the playoffs? Yes, they are. You put all these scenarios together, I can't do it. That's it. I can't drop them. All right, real quickly, someone who texted in earlier about A.J. Dillon and Jeff Wilson said, you had me starting A.J. Dillon over Jeff Wilson prior to the news. Is that still a go? If on Sunday you read 
that Jeff Wilson Jr. is the flat-out starter of that team, I would start him over A.J. Dillon. Yep. I would do it. All right. Yep. That's the Perfect. same. But he has to be the flat-out starter. starter. Eli right. Elijah Mitchell has to be flat-out out. And Hasty would end up being like that third-down scat back. That's what he really is. So they run the ball so much. And the whole part of their offense is the play-action fake, getting the balls then to Debo if he's playing, or Ayuk and or Kittle. They run the ball. And so I love always the starter for the 49ers. Just make sure he's flat out the guy. And that information will be there for you on Sunday to make that decision. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. If you want to get some in here, we're going to get more observations coming up in the next segment. Yes or no's coming up. Tight end pick of the week, nose pick of the week, and of course the sniff test as well. Hour number one of the books, hour number two coming up right after this. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 